Howdy, howdy, howdy! Dr. Impact here. Welcome to another episode of my Big Fat Pull List. And that, I am, That's how you're starting the show. That's how I'm starting the show. You're, you're Sheriff a, Woody. I'm Sheriff Woody, yeah. Can I step out preemptively? There's a snake in my boot. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's poisoned the water hole. <laughs> I am joined by my, uh, my two compatriots here guys introduce yourselves uh yeah i am here from the mountaintop dragonus prime and i am down in the valley below mr x you know we've done a few of these uh guys we've done or one or two at least i think we uh our new series of of episodes one shot reviews and this is the first for volume first, four. Yeah, for volume yeah. four for season four. This is first, our first. one shot. Yeah, I'm, I'm part of the first. That's right. Well, and I think fir- yes, the the book that we're reviewing today, it really nothing against Smurfy and Pistol. They both would have obviously had their own thoughts, but they aren't as invested. Yeah, in, in, that in is these, a perfect these characters. So perfect it, verb. It makes it makes sense that it's the three of us to review this book today. Yeah, we are reviewing the what should have been a miniseries and was turned into a one shot. The Mighty Crusaders, The Shield from Archie Comics by Rob Liefeld and kind of written by Rob Liefeld, but not really. <laughs> I'm sorry. I've I've got a I had a frog in my throat. Wow. I think I audibly heard our audience groan from the future. Yeah, right. Well, and that's from from the Rob Liefeld future that all of he takes every story from. It's the exact same damn story every time. A little little background before Mr. X and, and Dragonus and I get into our thoughts on the book. For those of you who don't know, Rob Liefeld uh, is a big fan of the Mighty Crusaders, and he wanted to relaunch. Uh, I'm sorry. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay. If he was such a big fan. I did, I'll get to that. <laughs> he wouldn't have <laughs> this up so hard. I was going to say, I'll get to that. And that is, but, that's all I'll say about that. He wanted to relaunch them. So he finally worked out a deal with Archie to do a miniseries where it was, I think it was a four issue miniseries and each issue was going to be a focus on a different crusader. The first one being the shield. Oh, I didn't realize each issue was going to be a different member. That's what I had heard is that each hmm. issue was going to be focused on a different character. Um, now and that's interesting because it would be four issues. So who would issue have been one was the shield. What are the other three right, characters? Certainly uh, speculate. Who do you pick? Because there's a, there is a, roster of awesome characters yeah and and different characters have been thrust into the spotlight at different times over the years so it could be Mm -hmm. anybody but what happened was when this all went down rob announced that he was doing the book released some images and one of the very first images that he released was the image of the shield with a beard a white beard and white hair and instead of it was still the shield uniform, but instead of it being red, white, and blue, it was gray and white. And so it looked like old man shield, essentially. And we all thought, okay, this looks like... <coughs> cable. <coughs> right. It looks like Rob's doing <laughs> cable shield. Fine. Whatever. 
Then the next thing we know, we hear that there is a store-specific variant cover by a different artist that was released that showed the shield and old man shield on the cover together. Well, Rob uh, kind of lost his mind and said that that ruined a major spoiler and plot point in the book. And as a result, he was walking away from the project before the script was turned in. The art and colors were done, but the script had not been turned in. Now, we had already seen the picture of Old Man Shield, so we none of us knew what he meant by something being spoiled. But what ended up happening was... Now you've told us that this here spoils something, so... Yes. You're the one who spoiled shit. Right. Not the so image. So now, Art, Archie then had to bring in David Gallagher to sit down and look at this art that Rob has put together and try to somehow cobble a story together based on that. And then it was announced that there would be no more issues. It would be a one-shot. So before we get into our personal reviews for the, the people listening who don't know, that's the backstory. Okay. Yes. There you know. And now you know. Yes. And knowing is half the battle. Yes. So. I had to do it. Smurf is not here. I had to do it. I'm actually kind of surprised Dragonus didn't jump in. I I was trying to think of what the other half of the battle might have been, actually. It's always puzzled me all these years. Oh. Well, okay. The three of us, um, it's no secret. We are the three that know these characters various uh stages throughout Mm -hmm. their their launches and for anyone who wants to learn about their history we've got a great five-part mini series absolutely in in the archives in the back issue bins go check that out talking about the whole history of the mighty crusaders yes listen to it yes because it's the characters are fascinating they are and this could have been and i am not i'm not a, a rob liefeld hater I'm not a Rob Liefeld fan. I'm indifferent. I Some things I love. I grew up in the 90s, so I love his X-Force. Um, I love young the early Youngblood, however goofy it is. Um, you know, when he shows up and does art, it, it, even if it's bad Liefeld art, it takes me back to being a 12-year-old. Captain America. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I neither love nor hate Liefeld. Um, but there is no doubt that, and, and it cannot be argued that regardless of what the story was, had the miniseries been fully done with a name like Rob Liefeld attached, this could have and should have been the attention that these characters have so, so deserved for decades and didn't end up getting. Absolutely agree on that. Yes. This was the name that needed to be attached to get the attention these characters deserve. Right. But instead, it just turned into controversy and bullshit. Right. So, it's hard for us to give any kind of a plot recap for the book. (laughs) Because there... It had a plot? Right. Isn't one. 
for something like this, because this is a little different than a regular one-shot book that we would review on, on an episode like this, I say let's just jump into it. Mr. X, Dragonus Prime, let's start with your thoughts. I think there are three or four really pretty panels in here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There is a gorgeous full-page shot yeah. of the shield halfway through the book that is beautifully colored. Yeah, there are... The only problem is, in regards to that beautiful picture you're talking about, his damage, his costume is beat to f***. And in the very next page, very next panel, it is pristine and clean. There is no consistency from panel to panel. That is my biggest, as an artist, that is my biggest complaint. There are panels where it goes from one star, a la Captain America on his chest, to three, to five, to none. Well, and, and Dragon is, I mean... All three of us are writers. All three of us are storytellers and creators outside uh-huh. of this podcast. But Dragonus, you are also an artist. So yeah, I can I can see as an artist myself, I'm with you. That that is the costume does not stay the same from page to page, and sometimes not even from panel to panel. And if you're drawing a character for your own book. They have to look the same. <laughs> I mean, if it was like Liefeld did this page, McFarland did this page, Larson did this page, okay, fine, artist interpretation. But no, it was Liefeld did this page, Liefeld did this page, Liefeld did this page. But the strange thing is, is that it doesn't look like Liefeld did all the pages. Therein lies another problem. It's like, here's here's pristine Liefeld, and here's... I'm phoning this shit in life. Well, yeah, he yes. wasn't done with it, I bet. Like, even the, oh, God, the the, pa- the page where he's sitting in the cardboard box chair. Yeah. <laughs> Compared to everything else in the book, that page is like, who did this? Yeah. This like, isn't Liefeld art. His, his inking lines are almost like, it's got to be all digital art especially with as egotistical as Liefeld is, I can't imagine he would go pencil and paper anymore. But it's like he picked the thickest brush tip setting on this. Well, I, I was I was actually going to say, in regard to that, it, it felt as if there was severe inconsistency uh-huh. in his inking. Because let's, let's get this out right now. Art, pencils, inks, and colors, all three were done by Liefeld. So, you know, and there are some pages where the inking is really great. Yeah. There are some pages where the inking is great for half the page. Yeah. And then there are other pages where it's like, did you ink all of this with a a Sharpie? Because there's no difference in variance in, in line weight whatsoever. Also, this thing's missing, gotta be missing at least five or eight pages. Oh, this is where I'll jump in. Okay, okay. <laughs> but then I'll hold on. Um, but yeah, honestly, I, I found the whole thing really, really, really painful to read um, because I love Shield. I mean, yeah. Captain America fan that I am, he predates Captain America. I love Shield. Um, and hats off to David Gallagher for doing the best he could with yeah. whatever garbage he Absolutely. was given. Absolutely. Well, yeah. and we'll we'll get into yeah we'll get into uh, the work that Gallagher put together for sure. But um, yeah, Mister X, spin out of what what Dragonus Prime was saying. You said that brings us to you for three ninety nine plus tax. 
Oh God, that's right. Three ninety nine plus tax. You are given thirty two pages. Out of those thirty two pages, only twenty of those pages are actually art and story. There are twelve pages of ads and they all come at the end and literally at the end you get 20 pages and the next 12 fucking pages is ads for other shit and that is unexcusable in the the, comic book world the pages of story that you do get i i haven't counted it so i don't know the exact number but i would bet a third of the actual story pages are either splash pages or yeah. double page spreads. There are three double page double page spreads and at least three splash pages, and then panel pages that have no background in the back whatsoever. There's also those couple of pages towards the back where it's nothing but three big long panels where you can just draw three quick right. pinups. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, this this right here, story-wise, uh, it's a great setup, but what's the point of the setup if you're not going to do anything with it? Well, and I wonder how much of this setup... So so for those who are, are curious, the setup that we're talking about, uh, in the story that, that we're given in this book, we are told that a time-displaced shield, the first shield, yes. Bill Higgins, which... I'll get to that in a second, because that's already a discrepancy. But the first shield, Bill Higgins, um, is is time displaced. And the Victoria Adams shield, who is kind of the spirit of America, in a sense, has gathered a group of multiversal versions of Crusaders together. And their job is they have to kill the original shield son joe higgins in order for the multiverse to survive well okay that's a that's a conundrum that's a that's a hook my my question then is how much of that hook is rob how much of that hook is archie how much of that hook was gallagher and i mm. i have a feeling the majority of the hook was liefeld Really? Well, that makes sense because it's a bad hook. Well, and it's not, I mean, it's like, like Mr. X said, it's cable. It's cable shield. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, it's major X all over again. Well, it's the, 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 the dialogue says the original shield, William Higgins is stumbling through time. Let's elaborate on that a little bit more. Oh, we're not going to. Thanks. Yeah. We're going to put all of our focus on Joe. Who is actually the original S.H.I.E.L.D. Who, right, in Pep Comics number one, which is the first appearance of the S.H.I.E.L.D., Joe Higgins was the original S.H.I.E.L.D. when the comics relaunched in the 60s, and there was a new S.H.I.E.L.D. that met up with the Fly and, and founded the Crusaders. That was Joe's grandson, mm-hmm. Bill Higgins. So, um... Who, who then ends up retiring when the Red Circle stuff comes in the 80s, and then Joe comes back. So Bill, it, so so right off the bat, it, it isn't even close to accurate to the, to the original comics. 
And for some backstory for for anybody listening that hasn't uh, listened to the five episode miniseries about the history of the Crusaders, the the last time we saw these characters, the story did introduce the possibility of a multiverse, the blue ribbon, mm-hmm. essentially. So having this story is like, oh, so we're we're tapping into that. We're tapping into the multiverse aspect of the Mighty Crusaders to where we can have different versions of all of these Mighty Crusaders characters be involved in this timey, wimey, wibbly, wobbly stuff type of story. And I'm like, all right, I'm down with that if you're going to continue that. Because if you introduce this multiverse, then that means you can pay homage to all the different versions that have come before. Right. And maybe lead to something cohesive. Right. This could be Crisis on Infinite Crusaders. It could be. And it should have been. But it wasn't. No. No. Now, I I do want to ask you guys, as, Mm -hmm. as people who kind of know the Crusaders better than most comic readers, but aren't as uh, obsessive and fanatical as I am. Right. right. Um, I want to point out that the different versions of the Crusaders that show up in this book, the multiversal team of Crusaders that show up in this book, none of them have ever been shown before. This is all these versions first appearance. Hmm. Um, and, and even though they may look the same, like the Captain Commando that is in here looks exactly like the Impact Captain Commando. It's that design, but it says that he's a cybernetic soldier or something. Well, the Impact Captain Commando was not, he was just a, a guy. Right. Who was just in Vietnam. Um, the, the Black Hood that's in here looks like the Impact Black Hood which was a guy named Nate Cray. Well, in this book, he's referred to as Kip Berland, who was the leather-clad Black Hood from the Red Circle run. So obviously none of these versions are versions of char- of these characters that we've ever seen. These are Rob's takes from somewhere Even in the multiverse. Even the uh, Lancelot Strong? Well, we don't know, and I'll get into that in a minute. But okay. before I jump into that, my my question for you two is: What did you think of his take on those characters, the designs, the looks of those characters? I, I mean, they they looked like who they were representing. Um, I there wasn't anything amazing about them. I mean, Black Hood looked like hit coffee almost. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, he he looked like a mix between the hit coffee version and the Nate Cray version. Yeah. Both from impact. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Captain commando. I was always a fan of his look. So I was kind of glad to see that look return. Sure. Um, the only one I don't care for costume design wise. Well, I mean, fly girl looks like a Spider-Man with wings, green and yellow Spider-Man with wings. Yeah. Yeah. They really, she really has a, a bug look to her. Right. And then comet is just, I don't care for the comet design because there's nothing really about it that screams comet to me. It was it was clunky without 
having the typical Rob Liefeld pouches and straps yeah. clunky. It was, it wasn't very sleek, which is what Comet has kind of always been. And I, I don't understand the the random arrow on his chest. No, and I and I get that there was some sort of um, homage by putting some yellow in there to the, sure. the comet that has the the stars and moons and the, the pajama pants comet thing, and then the stripe head from Impact. And all right, that. so I get that, but why 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 a big yellow arrow? I don't think any comet has ever had a big yellow arrow. No, so I don't I don't get that one at all. Um, and then the other ones, whatever. I mean, at that point, it's kind of like looking at going, this is, well, also I went in going, this is nothing that's going to matter anyway. So I just well, took it all with a grain of salt. Yeah, yeah, sure. Well, I mean, and that's the problem. It's It, it should matter. Mm-hmm. It should. It should absolutely matter. It should. Especially if you're introducing this concept of a multiverse. It's like, oh, we can now have connections to all of these different time periods Mm -hmm. and it's just kind of it's it's wasted yeah if you're going to represent different all of these characters are a representation from a different timeline then make them be reputation representations of different timelines that other fans can relate to and it's it's interesting that you say that because over the last two years now i've done this before dragonus prime and i years ago put together a submission Mm -hmm. uh, of of a relaunch pitch and we were turned down and we we sent it to archie (laughs) but we were turned down before that you and i right created a pitch right so we've we've done this before and and i over the last two years was working on yet another pitch to send after we started working on the the fan film for these characters and and i was really crushed when i heard that liefeld was doing the books i thought well there goes all the work i mean like i came up with like a three-phase launch plan that would work. And one of those, the first phase was kind of a multiversal story connecting everything and using the blue ribbon coming off of what came previously in the right. Crusader stuff. And what I did was I created a Crusaders team where there was one from one represented from each launch so that it was stuff that would tie into every age of fan. Mm-hmm every generation that that has has liked these characters and then through that a new world would be created on the ribbon and that would be the the launch um so yeah that's exactly what you know i i was trying to put together and then i see what what comes through here and it wasn't it was just rob drawing whatever he wanted to draw yeah and and yes, back to your your point about Lancelot Strong, Prime. quote unquote draw. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Back to your point about Lancelot Strong, Prime. Um, I don't know how Lancelot Strong is yeah. in this book. I don't understand that because Lancelot Strong was a character that Joe Simon created. Yeah. When when these characters were relaunched in the sixties during the Silver Age. He, he created the fly 
and he created Lancelot Strong, who was supposed to be the new shield, the mm-hmm. same way that Barry Allen was the new fly to Jake right, Garrett, yeah. or the new right. Flash to Jake Garrett's <laughs> Flash. Um, well, in the 90s, when talk of a fly movie started happening, and we had seen the box office come in on the Batman movies, and the Superman movies, and the legal battles that the Schuster and Siegel estate and the um, uh, Kane estate had with DC for those characters, Simon's estate went to Archie and said, listen, you're going to create something off of a character that our our grandfather had a part of creating. We should get something out of it. Well, rightfully, and, so. rightly so. And like the other characters, like Superman and Batman, the courts sided with the creator. But putting in that there is a fee, and this is this is all conjecture. This is stuff I've pieced together. So if there's anything I'm missing, anybody that is listening, any pieces of this legal issue that I'm missing, please let us know. Fill us in. Oh yeah. Um, but from what I've pieced together, there was a fee that they that Archie could pay to continue to use the characters of Lancelot Strong and the Fly, much the same way that DC does with Superman and Batman. Well. Archie deemed it not financially worth it. And that's why, after the 90s, you no longer see the fly in these books. It's always Fly Girl, because they own Fly Girl. Simon's estate had nothing to do with that. And they own Lancelot Strong. The Simon estate does. Mm -hmm. So, my question is, how is it that Lancelot Strong showed up in this book? Did they pay the Simon estate for that? Or did Liefeld just draw whatever he wanted? Well, there's there's probably that. But I wouldn't be surprised if Archie did fork up the money for Lancelot Strong. Because Rob was like, oh, no, I, re- I really need him. I really need him, guys. Maybe. Well, depending on what uh, line of BS you listen to, uh, Rob evidently took a... A severe cut in what he mm-hmm. normally would charge to do art. Yeah. Because yeah. he was so passionate about the project. Sure. So I could see Archie being the stingy bastards that they are. Because let's face it, they've never put money into these characters. Not the right. Oh, company. no. No. I mean, th- this right here is the first time that there's ever been decent money put into these characters. If you Batman it. And be the world's greatest detective going, okay, so the money that they saved getting Rob Liefeld to do the art, they could then take and pay the money to the Simon estate Mm -hmm. and go, hey, we want this character to show up in two panels. Yeah. Because that's the that's the extent extent of it. Mm -hmm. It's two panels, but it's also two splash double splash pages so yeah he's just standing there he's not doing anything right but if you're going to do that why lancelot strong and not the fly i'm wondering if it had something to do with the fact that this is all shield it was supposed to be all the shields dealing with this oh why that that could make some sense i suppose possibly yeah Yeah. possibly yeah I, i didn't think of that that could make some sense and 
And most importantly, why the hell was Bob Phantom not represented right? Bob in Phantom. this issue? Because Bob Phantom is the heart and soul of the Crusaders. <laughs> I just texted Rob. He said he was on those pages that were deleted from it. So oh, he was supposed right. to. Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah, and yeah. that makes sense. There you go. That makes yeah, sense. I- I don't. I, I understand that Bob Phantom has a has a, a very unfortunate name, which is I'm sure what keeps people from using him. But I don't want to hear when it. You, Dusty, when you go, Dusty got uh, yeah. a freaking shout out and Dusty, a panel yeah. Yeah. in this issue. If Bob, Dusty gets some if, recognition, Bob fucking Phantom needs to get some recognition. If you go Thank back you and much. and check out those early old Golden Age Bob Phantom issues. Yes, the name is unfortunate. Yes, the costume is um, (laughs) (laughs) revealing. But the idea behind the character, I mean, oftentimes I've heard people say that the Black Hood would be kind of the Mighty Crusaders Batman. And I don't think that that's true because he's really he's not really the punisher either he's not just guy with guns but he's he's also not batman he's not scary and depending on what incarnation you're looking at sometimes right, he's almost right. even magical um, well i mean in this version he's supernatural he's supernatural right so if you so he's more the, ghost rider in a way right if you look at the old comics bob phantom is the batman interesting and if you don't want to go Batman, you can you can dial it down a little bit and go Blue Beetle. Sure, sure, but he he is certainly that kind of a of a character, hmm. and um and yeah, it's it's a, it's unfortunate that he did not show up, but it's unfortunate that a lot of things <laughs> went the it way is. they went. <sighs> it's unfortunate Rob Liefeld's name was attached to it. How about let's talk about something somewhat positive here? Um, let's talk about the work of David Gallagher. Yeah. Wow. You know what? I I got to give him a round, a couple of rounds a of huge applause. Round of applause to David because Gallagher. he took he took art. He he made a story. He crafted a story, and made it make as much sense as it possibly could in twenty pages. Yeah. Should have been twenty eight pages. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I expect to get at least twenty eight to 20 26 to 28 pages of actual art and story and then ads totally understand that how do you think somebody like me feels who is a completist with these things i bought every variant cover Ooh. wow i had i had what was it it was something like eight or nine variant covers that were put out with this oh program. yeah yeah because that's the only way they're going to make their money back and i and i bought them all because i'm i'm because that's that's who I am when it comes to these characters. That's right. You have a giant S on the chest, and it doesn't stand for Superman. <laughs> it, stands for it stands for sucker. <laughs> I kid. I absolutely kid. Actually, yeah. some of those, some of those variant covers there, there, some are, really are cool. more gorgeous than yeah. what's in the actual yeah. book. I can't wait for them to show up in the dollar bits. <laughs> yeah, well, that's where they'll. Yeah, that's where they'll end up. I'm sure. Some of sadly, them. yes. Yes. Well, all right. So let's let's sum up. Let's each of us do uh, 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 give a sum up of our view of the shield one shot from Mighty Crusaders Archie's line. I will start because I will probably be the the most positive of the three of us. It was. You don't know. 
I mean, it was oh, not. Do we, <laughs> we, don't, we don't know. Is this one of those things where we have to say something nice? No, no, you don't oh, okay. have to. No, you say say what say how you feel. It was it was nice to see the character back in print, mm-hmm. and it was nice to see the Mighty Crusaders get a little bit of uh, attention, mm. good or bad. You know, they actually got a little bit of attention uh, off of this, and despite the ridiculousness of it. Uh, there are, while some awful, awful, awful pages of art, mm. there are some beautiful pages. There are of oh, art yeah. as well, oh. and uh, yeah, and now it's now it's done, and hopefully, uh, I I would say that people will get it out of their head before they watch our fan film next year when it comes out. <laughs> um, uh, uh, Dragonus, what's what's your final word on the book? I kind of wish I could have gotten this uh, eight minutes back that I took to read this book. <laughs> it took you that long? Yeah, I, I was. <laughs> oh, that tickled me. That tickled me. Um, but uh, I guess. You're never getting them back, ever. I know. <laughs> um, it, did, it was, like you said, nice to see it in print. And there are some really, really beautiful pinups in there that were mm-hmm. used as pages. Um and I think the best thing about this is that Jerry Ordway variant cover. Mm. Now, Mr. X, that's the one that you read, I think. Yep. Yep. The Jerry Ordway cover. Um, but other than that, uh, I was not thrilled at all with this. And uh, I, I guess, I mean, I'm not really even surprised with Rob Leefield anymore. Yeah. Mr. X, final thoughts? Despite the controversy that is surrounded by the name Liefeld. Liefeld is a part of my collecting history. Oh, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Because, you know, you mentioned X-Force. Yep. I remember New Mutants. New Mutants. Mm-hmm. I remember Cable. I remember Deadpool. I was a Deadpool fan before the rest of the world was like, oh, yeah, Deadpool's cool. I love that movie. Oh, do you like the comic books? He's in a comic? Liefeld has created and has been a part of some monumental things Yep. Mm -hmm. when it comes to comics. That being said, if he was so passionate about the Mighty Crusaders, and those characters to take a pay cut and jump into bed with Archie and do this project. Finish what you start. He got bored. I get bored a lot, too. Guess what? When I make a commitment, I finish it. And that is my problem. There is so much potential here. So much potential to bring the Mighty Crusaders into the mainstream where they fucking belong to be. Because regardless if you've listened to our five-part miniseries about the history of the Crusaders, these characters started it all. Yeah. They had the firsts. They had the first patriotic hero. Before Marvel, before DC, they were the firsts for all. All of the, the the things we take for granted in superhero comic books. The first death, the first uh, brothers, yes, yeah, sibling superheroes, sibling superheroes, yes. Um, 
the first crossover. It predates mm-hmm. the Human Torch Namor uh, crossover in Marvel Comics by a couple of months. Now, it, and it isn't necessarily a crossover of the Wizard and the Shield. It's the villain who starts in the one story and then, but it's the first crossover. It's the exactly. first shared universe. These characters deserve the attention that the big three get where their characters are concerned. And unfortunately, because of the folks who run Archie are too tight pocketed and because of Liefeld's sensibilities, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I wasn't there. I wasn't a part of it. All I can see from what I've seen on social media, finish what you start, then bitch about it afterwards. Mm -hmm. If you're not going to finish what you start, don't start it. Well, and here, here's the, the, the thing about that, that story that is set up here. The cliffhanger is to save the multiverse. Joe Higgins must die. Well, if 10 years from now, Archie goes to relaunch the characters again, then I guess the multiverse survived. So I guess, I guess Joe died. Or we just ignore that this happened. But, but I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, anybody out there listening, anybody from Archie that is out there listening, Mr. X, Dragonus Prime, and myself... We're nobodies. We're not Rob Liefeld. Mm-mm. We don't command the pay that Rob nope. Liefeld commands. You can pay us what would be considered crap pay. <laughs> we'll and work for we, peanuts. Yeah, we will work for peanuts, I don't have a peanut allergy, so I will work and, for peanuts. And we, the three of us, could relaunch your Mighty Crusaders line, connecting to the Blue Ribbon and using everything. Find us and we will do it, Archie. We'll do it. We will make you money without you having to spend a shit ton of it on this project. I'll, I'll even go so far as to say that I will make sure every costume looks the same from panel to panel. <laughs> <laughs> and that is the perfect way to end this review. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, I mean, come on, folks. If you've read The Mighty Crusaders, colon the shield number one one shot because it's no longer a mini series colon's a great word for that ah uh, yeah well, <laughs> where it lives in my colon let us know uh reach out to us we're everywhere you can reach out to us on facebook twitter instagram head on over to our patreon hey go over to youtube we're yeah. there too oh yeah we are what the hell <laughs> is your opinion on what that this cluster this bluster cluck of a relaunch that should have been i we we really want to know your opinion mm-hmm. love it hate it in between just tell us we also really want to say be sure from this point forward to show all the support you can to mr david gallagher yeah, no kidding. Who yes. took over something that was really a mess oh. and made something at least worth following panel to panel on. Whatever he does next, I'm there. 
I'm there. It for, does yeah. not matter what it is. I'll yep. be there to support yep. him. Well done. Because David thank you Gallagher. very much. Yes. Yeah. All right, folks, that's it. Join us next time on my big fat pull list. I am one of your hosts, Dr. Impact. I am Dragonus Prime. And I am the incredibly opinionated <laughs> Mr. X. <laughs> telling you, don't stop believing in comic book magic. But it wasn't in this. Just, just saying. <laughs> just, just saying. What he means is you and everyone you know should subscribe, rate, and review our podcast on every app possible. We'll table and we'll get into it. <laughs> I could have reread this book. During the break, but I decided, hey, I'm going to go take a piss. I'm going to go uh, grab a, a, a small snack, put that in my mouth. I'm going to check out my TikTok because people were commenting and liking and, and following me. And I still had time to grab, as Casanova Frankenstein says, yes, of course you can bring the brewskis. I haven't watched that in a while. We need to do a review of that movie. I agree. That needs to be an episode. I agree. I don't think I've ever seen it. Mystery Men? You've You've never never seen seen Mystery Mystery Men? Oh, that's Mystery Men. Okay. Yes. Yes. So so Jeffrey Rush as Casanova Frankenstein. I forgot that was You probably just forgot the name. Yeah. 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 No, I love Mystery Men. I just forgot. It's been ages. And you drop the ball. Not only drop the ball, you take the ball, you rub it against your taint. And then you toss it out to sea. We got some great shit for the ending of this.